0: What up, brother? Yo. What's goody? How we doing? Mm. What <laughs> up, bro? <laughs> What's shaking? You're looking good.
1: Thanks, man. Right back at ya. You yeah? always got some cool hat on. Every every picture I see of you, you're rocking some fucking dope hat. And Croo- I'm jealous. I got to Croo- up, up my hat game.
0: It's the Crooked Pecker, man. Local brewery back Pecker. in Chagrin. Oh,
1: yeah? I don't think I've ever been there. Yeah,
0: they just started it up, like, about a year ago.
1: You got any relation to people there, or just some, some place you, like, don't?
0: Just a good bar. Good beer. Oh, yeah. Good bar yeah. food.
1: Check it out next time I'm back in the in the 440, you know?
0: Yeah. You, um, you're from Northeast Ohio, right? Was it Mentor?
1: Yes, sir. Mentor. Um, went to uh, Lake Catholic growing up. Went to public middle school. Elementary school, then went to Lake Catholic. That's where I met like. Uh, well, actually, I met Pat earlier playing like baseball and shit. But the goat, we became bros in in, uh, in high school. Good stuff. And, uh, same with a couple of other dudes in that. Uh, Nick Valentino, yeah. um, new high school. I think he's he's still in the in the Discord.
0: Uh, trying to think of who else. So. Yeah, dude, I love it. <laughs> what'd you yeah, uh, What'd you do at Lake Catholic? Sports.
1: What did I do? Um, I did sports until I realized I liked anatomy and science and being a nerd a little bit more. What I bet. played, uh, I played football my freshman year and then uh, baseball up until my junior year and then realized I wasn't going anywhere with that. And would like you know, you know, just an honest assessment. Like, no, I got a much better chance to do some shit with some science. You know, so,
0: right? Yeah, hang up but, the cleats.
1: Hang up the cleats, yeah, um, yeah, man. You went where? Where did you go to U.S.?
0: Uh, no, Chagrin Falls. So,
1: Chagrin Falls. Yeah, public. You're a big, big hockey guy, huh? Hockey and lacrosse. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As, hockey is the one sport I wish I really, really would have played growing up, and I'm, I'm really mad I didn't. I, I, uh, I was good friends with all the late Catholic hockey guys. Um,
0: they were solid too. They, yeah, I think that's how
1: they knew. Uh, uh,
0: uh, Yop, Yarco, yeah, Yarcusco. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. How's it
0: going? You talk to him? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, we've been we've been talking a little bit recently. Um, gonna hang out with him when I head back home in a couple of weeks. Actually, I'm gonna be back in Chagrin in oh, yeah. on the 18th. Yeah. So Are you staying
1: for uh, summer or what?
0: Uh, I wanted to come back for blossom which is like memorial day weekend there yeah oh yeah which everybody kind of comes back it's a good excuse for everybody to to catch up um but then i'm gonna stay meet with some investors for a little bit and then just kind of assess it i'm I'm, don't plan on staying longer than like a month or so gotcha
1: man well uh if you're uh i'm sure i'll be around back in mentor around around then um my my girlfriend's moving to Baltimore, so I got to move her out some point in the summer. But yeah, I'd love to meet up there. And that I really wanted to come uh, visit you and Rico. <laughs> I, was, I was pissed that I couldn't come the uh, meetup. Whatever, when was that? End of April?
0: Uh, yeah, it was like two weeks ago. It was absolute bender. <laughs> Justin got here early, and it was uh, shit you not, twelve days straight of just. Debauchery. But, like, we met some of the most ridiculous people and, like, some of the best connections ever. So Work hard, play hard. Exactly. Like, it's worth it. I go, <laughs> I, I, I didn't go to sleep before 3 a.m. one single time, and then it's like, Oh, that's yep. awesome. I love
1: that. Yeah. Um, right? That's great. Uh, ne- next time, I'm going to try and make it out, and I definitely want to see it maybe sometime over the summer. I know you said you're, you're going to be out and about, and it gets real hot or whatever down there. But No, I'll be around. We can work out even, like, a... Extended weekend or something. I think that'd be really cool. We kind of want to see how the base of operations is down there, and uh, dude,
0: see what it's all about. A lot of connections.
1: Potential, here. yeah, yeah. Start plotting my, uh, you know, scheme. Start scheming.
0: Bingo. Yeah, we could get a uh, Cleveland Clinic dialed up down here.
1: Yeah, right. I there
0: know a guy <laughs> who's actually uh, grew up like in the same community. Uh, he's the CEO of the London Cleveland Clinic right now so like he was in charge of getting that off the ground brian donnelly
1: ceo of the london cleveland clinic that's yeah. fucking dope
0: yeah they just got it spun up so uh we got we got the connections for it
1: <laughs> damn bro yeah let's let's definitely uh talk more about that i want to talk i want to hear more about that yeah um, right oh, but yeah uh, let's uh
0: let's dive into um what kind of drew you towards the the med school route, right? Like you said, you you kind of developed into a nerd, right? Like when oh, yeah. when was that nice. early on? Like when was that decision made?
1: Well, shit, I've always loved I don't know science, just curiosity of of science. It really it started in like probably end of elementary school, junior high. Of but it was uh, it was space. I I thought space was so dope, and so then I kind of started looking at stuff in there and then high school came around and you know you had your high school biology and uh, anatomy classes and uh, I don't know just just loved it I had a great uh, great teacher which uh, you know is so fucking vital to anything having a good teacher a good mentor it can you know completely change the trajectory of your life and uh, that's kind of what happened I you know got to got to do a lot of those dissections and shit realized I was I was really good at dissecting animals I don't know if that's like a cool the cool thing to brag about Oh yeah like, kind of serial killer ask but um, I don't know I was really good at it like was able to like full like get out all these parts like perfectly and
0: um say, hey maybe I should be a surgeon well. or some
1: shit and then yeah man just kinda got to see some cadavers when we went on some field trips and like toxicology labs and right. um, What like uh,
0: what specific field are you kind of aiming for?
1: See, I don't know, and I think that's a lot of the reason why I'm kind of at this like crossroads right now. Of like, I don't know what's going on with my life. Don't know what I'm doing. And uh,
0: best place to be, man.
1: I like I like a lot of the stuff, um, and it's kind of hard to narrow it down. I'm still in my I'm about to be finished with my first year of school. And so yes. the, in, my, in my third year, that's when you start going into the hospital and doing a bunch of rotations and shit and seeing how, how the fit would be. Um, I don't know, some front runners right now, I think emergency medicine would be dope just because they got great hours, they're not on call, you know, you have your shit, you show up, you do your shit, and then you leave. Right. And then you, <laughs> you, you, your time is yours. Um, like a real just job. Yeah. And then, po- and then on the complete opposite spectrum, I think surgery would be dope. But again, that's like you know a lifestyle that requires Different. a lot of living at the hospital and whatnot. Not, I don't don't know if that's for me. I got to see how it is once I get in uh, into the thick of it. But I
0: don't right. know. Emergency
1: yeah. seems so dope. Brain brain stuff is so fucking cool. Wild. I think it, yeah neuroscience stuff but again that's like uh it's all about this balance between lifestyle and you know obviously pay for surgery surgeons or neuro neuro specialties are just through the roof but again so is the uh commitment so right i don't know even if it's for like 10 15 years i would do that that would be dope and then just kind of skedaddle on out because yeah. that's that's the ultimate goal anyway right like uh do something you're kind of passionate about, and uh, get the financial freedom from uh, from investing. At least that's my plan. See if that kind of comes to fruition. But right, the ultimate wealth is uh,
0: it's free time now, right? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Long as long as you get that cash flow squared away, you can basically do anything you want in this world, right? Like, it's, right? It really is that simple. But it sounds like you're kind of figuring out what that balance looks like between work. Play home life, right? You're trying to figure that out before you take a big step in one direction, which yes, is sir. smart. And it's it's yes, fun but. to be at that crossroads, isn't it? It's a big decision yeah. to make, but you're you're kind of making it like one step at a time. Like, what do I want my next ten years to look like? Yes, sir. Right? Absolutely yeah we're uh we're working on something right now too <laughs> a lot a of, lot of big projects going on down here right now. i here. know <laughs> man that's,
1: that's the tough thing you know it, it's it's you're planting these seeds now and and you gotta like you gotta just fucking be patient because how, how far down the road is some of this stuff gonna come to fruition you know like when are you gonna reap what you sow and some of this stuff um has been like just marinating for a very long time and it's it's uh sometimes it's tough to get uh get through the day-to-day when uh you're not you're not getting that instant gratification you know you just got to remind yourself okay like this is a process yeah uh um it's gonna take some time but um
0: it's funny i was uh, i was reflecting with my boy sabuki have you ever met him I have
1: not. I would love
0: to though. Absolute character. He seems like
1: an animal.
0: Yeah. He's a beast on the waves, just like the nicest human being, not a bad bone in his body. Um, But we were reflecting on his past four months down here because he moved in and, you know, we're going to all of these networking events and just meeting some of the most just well-connected, wealthiest people in the world. And I looked at him and I go, you know, I haven't had a paycheck from another entity since GNC in 2019. And he was just like, that's messed up. That's wild to think about. It's wild. Absolutely absurd. But it just kind of shows like the direction that all of this is heading in. You know, like you can head in a a direction within medicine that – doesn't have you tied down to a hospital, right? Like right now, you're developing these skills and this this knowledge, this way of researching individual things where your job doesn't have to be in the hospital. Oh it, yeah, it could be developing and research on you know the psilocybin industry and how that affects brains, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a big area of interest for me for sure. How? Yeah. Uh, Medi- not just that, but, but just like drug interactions of the brain in general, even the even the prescription okay medicine to take. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. What's you know
0: what's okay to take?
1: Yeah, we're we're gonna see a lot of a lot of studies about. Um, I think not just psilocybin, but uh, psychedelic. Uh, you know, I know there's some ongoing studies of uh, MDMA assisted therapy for. Uh, PTSD is a big one. Depression, anxiety, um, you know, that kind of thing. I yeah. think we're going to see a lot of that. I would love to kind of get get into the the thick of that a little bit. Um, problem is, it's not uh, not legal to do that kind of research. I, I think actually, they may have just kind of decriminalized it, but I, I forget the exact I think
0: it's, e- it's either Oregon or Washington, and it might be both of them that it's it's been approved for medicinal studies. Okay. I'm not 100 um, sure though, um, but yeah, I'm a huge advocate for psilocybin. I I think I'm a big believer in everything in moderation. Oh yeah. Dude. If if that that can still solve some serious depression, PTSD.
1: Like oh, yeah, whole yeah.
0: If you know, calculated correctly, right? Like that's a whole bear in and of itself. It's like the entire right. weed industry, right? <laughs> right.
1: And you know, it's, it's, it's a thing It's like, you know, it's not one size fits all I mean, you right. know, it's the same thing with any other medicine It's like, it's, it may not be for some people But um, I think to just outright deny it to others And there's, you know, you can go back And there's just the, the if, you, if you start really digging into the weeds There's a very shady uh, past about the regulations and the Oh yeah, because D- there's
0: anything that's, else that's, that's related and tied back to government that everybody yeah. who got the licenses, the limited amount of licenses to grow and prop up these yeah. shops, right? Like they, they all paid astronomical amounts of money for it, and they had it yeah. secured before it was even announced that they were going to be medicinally legal. So it's it's yeah. just like any other fucking government program that it's it's all just a sham, right? These lobbyists are really all just hurdle. it's it's legal bribery is is what it is. It's, that's that's yeah. all these lobbyists yeah. are doing. <laughs>
1: you're you're exactly right um but yeah it's definitely something i'd love to kind of get into um i I mean there's a there's a reason you know they're they're purely from the earth these substances they're been around for centuries they've been used for centuries by certain cultures to um to kind of navigate the uh, spiritual waters and you know it's not a huge coincidence that all of a sudden this, these spikes in depression, anxiety, um, you know, all these other uh, mental health disorders are spiking right now, and they they weren't thousands of years ago, hundreds of years ago. Right. Yeah. Modern, 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 modern. life. <laughs>
0: that's that's tied to a lot of things too.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, we solved this survival problem where now we have all this amazing like food at our disposal at any time we can you know we have beautiful homes lights electricity but like it's a whole new battle now we, we kind of got over the survival um survivability aspect of it now we're this uh, whole just mind game now of creating lives that are you know having us fucking depressed and anxious and
0: We've turned into what?
1: basically robots.
0: Like we're, we're cyborgs yeah. with our phones and our computers. They're an extension of us, but we're being programmed by the top down. We, we go to school, we get the education, we get the job. Like we work until it's time to retire. And like there's there's no external meaning anymore that is trying to be instilled from the top down. There's no guidance from anybody. It is you yeah. follow this path that's been paved and don't stray away from it because straying away is bad, right? Yeah. Sun is bad, metaverse good, right? We want you in the metaverse with those goggles yeah. on, not interacting Dive, with other people.
1: Tied <laughs> to your chair 24-7, you know, staying in your home, in your little cubicle, your little pod. Right,
0: you yeah. know. don't uh, talk to other people. Don't, don't think about ideas, yeah. like don't expand on anything. Just yeah. sit down, shut up, and do as you are told.
1: Yeah. Uh, drone, little uh, work worker bee. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> make. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's. Uh, we're we're heading some for some. Uh, uh, conflicting times. I, I definitely think in our lifetime we're going to have to stand up for some. Some crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at look at the, I, look I at the cyclical the cyclical nature of revolutions, right? about every 250 years what was what happened 250 years ago american revolution right yeah
1: well that uh, that's the thing too you don't even know like how you know it doesn't have to necessarily be just like a bloody revolution it like um there's there's a lot of books out uh, out there one i'm reading right now like, uh great reset yeah you heard of that one? Uh,
0: oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh
1: the so one i'm reading now and uh Man, there's uh, some haunting, uh, chilling, kind of bone-unraveling stuff behind uh, what some of these people want to do, and um, we're going to have to fight against that, honestly.
0: Yeah, and it's a problem because like, it, it makes sense, and you know there doesn't even have to be one central entity trying to rule all of this stuff. They're, they just have this general direction that they're trying to take it in, and it is stripping... Freedom, power from anybody that is not at the top of the spectrum. Anyone who yeah. doesn't have dollars, right? We don't have a race yep. issue, right? There's there racism is completely obsolete. It is just a, a means of distracting everybody. We have oh, a yeah. we have a class issue, that is the only thing that we have. We yeah, have, we that, keep the and poverty. And it's
1: so easy to distract from that. It's so easy to distract from that class kind of issue if you just throw all you know like oh. Look at how divided you guys are against about race. Oh, look at how divided you guys are against abortion. Like, like you, you can't even agree on that. So, like, and then it just distracts and distracts and distracts. Meanwhile, you know, fucking what did uh, I think Pfizer released all their uh, all their data like oh. the day of the day of the Supreme Court leak.
0: Oh yeah well I mean weren't they trying to protect it until like 2077 or some shit yeah. I, I, I read that
1: they were <laughs> did, was it not did they did they tell them no you, you got to release
0: it I don't think it's happened yet, but there's not a shot in hell that our justice system is going to let them hang on to those documents of that research until like 2070. There's, there's yeah, not a chance in hell. The, that's why. I mean, it, it took a year for them to deem the mask mandate unconstitutional, but we got them to come out with that. Like Nobody's above the law. And that's why our democracy is still going to reign superior, is because we, even if we get to the Supreme Court, it's still balanced, right? There is still this system of checks and balance that we have in place. That's why you didn't see Republicans crying when Joe Biden got elected. Because we have these systems in place. This recession was coming. The inflation problem was coming. Trump printed the money. He pushed oh, yeah. he pushed the trigger. Like that yeah. inevitably this inflation is Trump's problem. This is this was caused by him. And I'm a right I'm a right leaning political guy. I'm like right of center, right? Got it. I'm, I'm, yeah exactly right like just like just about everybody in our generation is, can say that they're kind of right of center the crazy ones are far left and left of center but I, I think we're on the same page with that and the abortion thing dude good god this the virtue signaling from <laughs> all of the instagram posts like oh yeah I, I was yeah, immediately man. like, I am off of Instagram for the next 24 hours. I'm not going to check it because it's all going to be the same shit.
1: That's originally why I left Twitter, man. Like, yeah. And I, I kind of got back into it once we started – once the stock stuff started taking off. And I started uh, look, using Twitter as a means to do some research. But Right. Make uh, your
0: tech work
1: for you. That's the reason I left, man. It's just – you know, no. You, you, you have an opinion. You're going to piss off half the half the country if you have an opinion. So, like, I I just the the virtue signaling right now in our society is ridiculous. It, it's got to the level of corporations. Like, oh, like don't don't go get your don't go get a meal from Applebee's because Applebee's doesn't uh, <laughs> have a rainbow flag in their in their profile on Instagram while we do at over here at uh, TGI Fridays, right? It's just—it's it's bananas, man. man. I, I i don't want to play this, you know. Political uh, man, just tr- tribalism. It's—it's it's tribalism right now. And there's a—you know—it's—it's it's manufactured. It's not. It is. You know, it's it that, is, that it's analogy of you know, ants. An, it's ant that analogy of ants in a jar, and someone comes along and shakes the fucking jar, bro.
0: And it's really simple to understand, but nobody wants to wake up to it. It's yeah. really that simple. Is You show that diagram to people, and you either are woken up or you're just like, eh, it doesn't really make sense to me. Like, why would somebody shake the jar? Like, I don't know. Why would somebody shake the jar? Maybe so they could stay shaking the jar while the ants are just meant to fight
1: each other and be distracted maybe You're Right, man, and uh, you, you <laughs> see more. You see more and more now. Just uh, dude, it, it's it's language now is is being used as a as a weapon, as a tool. You know, change changing definitions of words. It's just I don't I don't want to participate in it. Um, you know, that's why you saw me out here. I I'm posting shit about Star Wars yesterday, like. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. May May the Can force go? be with you.
1: <laughs> Man, it's just. Uh...
0: Yeah, it's a lot, but like you know, you either stand for something, or you are going to be susceptible to fall for anything. And I think that's the important part. That if we're going to push something, we push people to think for themselves and and to actually try to get people to wake up, or else we will be doomed right like, you're not just going about your daily life just fucking minding your own business And you're probably having this conversation with other people too yeah, yeah like this isn't just a you and I kind of thing like, everybody in our discord channel I bet you the majority over the majority I'd say over 90% of them are all on the same page like we're <laughs> it's our duty yeah. though it's our civic duty to <laughs> wake up other people and right. whether that is via social media or just side conversations, right? Dude, family dinners, like Thanksgiving, it's hard. Grandma and grandpa don't want to wake up to this. Like, they, they've yeah. had a good life, it's been nice and smooth. But, you know, my, my grandma finally snapped at Thanksgiving. She's like, I'm not getting another fucking shot. <laughs> I'm like, good, Grammy. There we go are like they yeah. woke up though. They're like, this is it's fishy, right? Like, yeah,
1: man. that <laughs> man, big big Pharma dude. <laughs> it's, um, it's I I I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's I don't want to speak because I I don't really want to speak out of on something I don't I don't know too much about. You know, just trying to get more and more on, uh, info about as, as I advance my training, but it's, it's really hard not to see corruption in, in that industry. And especially the further along I go, you know, like shit, doctors can't even accept, uh, uh, like a pen from a, a uh, pharmacy anymore. I think there was, like, a lawsuit that some pharmaceutical company wanted to, like, like, give pens to a doctor to, to, like, just as a... A kicker. A way to promote their product and they can't... They are not even allowed to accept pens anymore. So that shows you, like, what... Like, how far it has gone. Um,
0: it's overreach, right?
1: Yeah. And, it, you know, it's 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 just bananas. Our, our, our health system, I, I think, is... For all that it is, I, I, I mean.
0: It's good, we're healthy, it's it's constantly advancing, but it it's basically, it. it's like an oligarchy, right? It's right. Just, just like what our country has turned into, it's like a capitalistic oligarchy. Uh, we're, we are. we're not we're really a democracy.
1: Have we have the money, we have the tech, we yeah. have like, probably one of the most advanced, if not the most advanced healthcare in, in the entire world. Um, But, you know, we still have, we have no, I think it's, it's honestly uh, at the individual level, there's no like sense of accountability of, okay, like, you you know, you can have all this insane technology, all this access to some of the best, best and brightest physicians, doctors in the world. But, you know, it's it's, it's on you to kind of start, you know, eating healthy, put down all the you know instant dopamine hits that you have in your yep. daily life the alcohol the drugs the
0: I have I have a question uh, like for you Netflix porn I two, I've stuff. got two questions yes sir first one do you think that a lot of medical issues whether it is mental or physical can be solved by altering diet oh
1: yeah oh yeah um not just diet diet and lifestyle right um, you know the one of the um, I've, I kind of in the introduction I I kind of delineated a little bit between an allopathic doctor of an MD versus a doctor of osteopathy, which is what I, what I'm training to be a, a DO. Okay.
0: Um, Can you kind of explain just, the difference? No, between they're, the two? they're
1: almost exactly the same. There's good and bad of each. You know. Can you explain
0: um, like the main difference between the two of those?
1: Yeah. So the main difference uh, is that a DO has uh, more training in uh, musculoskeletal system so uh bones muscles um and i have you know a couple five five-ish hours each week devoted uh class time devoted to literally just like touching a, another human the you know body parts learning how to like diagnose kind of shit with your hands you know mm-hmm. like test to see like oh okay like did you tear your ACL? Yeah. Did or like, you, hand did you under the, the ball, call twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's> not, <laughs> that's, that's, I think, universally, uh, I don't, I don't think you gotta be a D.O. to do that, but. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so how's that uh,
0: different than M.D.?
1: And then it's just a little bit in the philosophy, so like, uh, the, the one of the core tenets that we kinda, was instilled upon us the, from the beginning is that, you know, your, your body is a unit of your mind, mind body spirit um they're all interrelated uh, can't have one without the other and then uh what was the other thing the, the your body has a insane ability to heal itself once you start to remove the barriers as to why it is not functioning properly so you know, there's this, this awesome shift. It's not just through DOs, but it's through uh, just our healthcare in general. And I think a lot of people are waking up to it in the wake of COVID. Is is that at that idea that you know a lot of the stuff we do in medicine is gonna is gonna alleviate your problem? But that's all like as long as it, it's just gonna alleviate it through like like a how can I compare it? Putting a, a Band-Aid as opposed to going in and, and t- treating the, the cause. And as I, I truly think, um, you know, diet and exercise and lifestyle plays a huge role in that. I, I, you know, I think our, um, what we're eating or not eating is, is everything. Um, even, you know, I, I cut out what, cut cut way back I wouldn't say cut out completely because I didn't cut way out on on uh, alcohol on uh, uh, seed oils uh, another big thing uh, tremendous research about that coming yeah. out um, <laughs>
0: about
1: how devastating that is and how just awful that was pushed on us it's
0: it's it not is. like
1: it's not vegetable oil dude it's 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 really not no. Um
0: now, seed oils were developed as a lubricant for engines in World War II. Were they not? Is was yeah. that not the foundation of
1: seed oil? And then they're like, "Hey, this this can cook stuff, or this can be used, and it's cheap cheaper alternative to some olive oil." Or,
0: right, and so it's just adding to the it. bottom line. Right, it's kind of yeah, like the problem just... with uh, with Puerto Rico right now is we have all these rich Americans moving down, and the only thing on their head is adding to their bottom line through the tax incentives. Yes, great, save all this money, but if you're gonna be down here, be down here, right? Like contribute to society, make this place oh, yeah. a better place. And that is the issue. That is why Puerto Ricans are pissed off, is because these rich Americans have come down and just jack up the housing and jack up rent prices. Yeah. And yeah. There's nothing else to like, to be like. Like they're doing
1: in America, right? <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Like you you yeah. will not own any house. You will rent from the elites. Right. Isn't yeah. that the Great Reset? Yeah, dude, it's fucked. You will it's not fucked. own anything. You will. And you'll not, like it. Yeah, you're not gonna own. And you'll your whole like house. it. You'll like it. Yeah. You'll sit down. You'll shut up. you will do as you're yeah. told. But um, <laughs> the second question I, I, that I wanted to ask, also medically related, is do you think? Right. That there are cures for certain cancers out there that are being suppressed from the greater public. Nope. You don't believe that.
1: Nope. Why not? Uh, the complexity and the nature of cancer. Sure, there's. Uh, there could be. You know, I'm trying to think of how I want to word this. Um, there are so many different. There. There are infinite number of ways that a cell could um go something could go wrong in, in, infinite you know this this gene doesn't get transcribed this protein doesn't get made um it just decides decides to start um growing in a in a uh, cancerous way um i think that uh there will never be a one size fits all cure to cancer, like just a pill you could take that eliminates cancer or whatever. Um, right. I think I think that our our defeat of our our victory over cancer will come through detection, and um, so like a lot a lot of times, you know, you don't you don't go you don't go you don't go to the doc until you know you have you you, you fainted at work and you get an uh mri of your brain and you see this giant tumor or you something with your lungs and you just start you you know that's like one of the one of the big problems in our in our country is that we well i guess all in the entire world is, is we have we don't have good preventative medicine we we have great um medicine afterwards so like uh you know uh but preventative medicine no not great people people don't go go to the doc until they have a problem which it, it that's not how it should be but um yeah i i, I truly don't think that uh, there is a, a cure for cancer that they're hiding for us for as corrupt as government and <laughs> big, big pharma can be i don't think that's one of the ways that they are being corrupt i mean uh Because you see, like, there's a bunch of uh, anti-cancer uh, drug. There's a, there's a bunch of certain cancers that they're that they're figuring out what are the cause of uh, of that, or what will lead to certain types of cancers. Right. But there are just so there's so many ways that uh, your your body can just say like "fuck you," I'm I'm gonna start growing cancerous cells and. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I, I definitely, I like your take on that. Um, so, I mean, billion, if not trillion dollar opportunity for early cancer detection. Company, oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. If you can figure like out a, a solid means of that, right? Whether it is in schools to, to like a constant screening of kids as they come into class, right? To make sure yes. that everybody's clean and healthy. Not, not fucking COVID tests, but real health is your body okay you, you do blood tests right uh, the whole nine and you make sure that 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 little being is able to grow into the the human oh, that yeah. they're actually capable to grow into and oh yeah I, 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 <laughs> how
1: many, how many of these cancers and, and shit are related to diet you know right how many cancers are related to our environmental exposures of where we live and it, it's um, I think I think that's how we defeat cancer: is early detection and uh, you know improving our diet lifestyle. But uh, of course, you're gonna um, you're gonna butt heads with some some pretty <laughs> pretty expensive industries if uh, if you decide to like, hey, I want to fight cancer that way. They're like, what? Right. <laughs> you get all this revenue from having people eat like shit, and yeah.
0: And what about the constant treatment that they're coming in for once they get cancer? Yeah, right? that's a big industry. Yeah,
1: that's that's the problem, man. Preventative medicine yep. is not is not lucrative. Yeah, you know, there's there's this there's this huge like negativity right now towards doctors, and there's definitely some that should be warranted, but. I think the real, like the real blame, dude, is, is insurance companies. It's high level hospital administrator. It, it's, it's
0: cost of drug prices,
1: pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, yeah dude, like you know, people want to freak freak the hell out about abortion on, on either side, but you know, like how much does a Plan D pill cost? Fifty, fifty fucking dollars. You think, right. you think some poor poor person is gonna pay fifty dollars to do that? No, just. That should be available for a dollar. You should be able to go to the store and get that for a dollar.
0: And people are incentivized to have more kids for tax purposes. Like they get to write off their kids and they get money from the government. It's kind of a win-win if you're poor. So then they're just incentivizing the, the lower class to have more kids and keep more people in the poverty. So then they keep justifying the means of the class war. But then they're gonna say it's a race thing. Yep. Yeah. But I, I wanna point out a correlation um with like the early detection. Yeah, it was it was what if what if we had that for inflation? What if everybody just looked at all of the dollars that were printed and we could have gotten ahead of all of this shit? But it's human so. it's human greed that kept markets going up, right? We're not yeah. gonna raise rates yet. We still yeah. have higher to go. Pelosi still has higher to go on her call options. She's got the more money man. left in milk, man. Her husband's uh, got more man. money to make. They've got hundreds um, of millions of dollars and they are political or they're they're public servants. They are public servants. They work for us. But supposedly Exactly. They have forgotten that because now we have legal bribery through lobbyists.
1: You can look at you can look at these people's yearly salaries, you know, and then you can go ahead and look at what their net worth is, and you can tell me, I don't, I don't even see how any rational, logical human being can look at that discrepancy between what they make a year versus what their net worth is, and be like, oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that up, that's normal. Yeah, and they've been doing this their whole life
0: huh, how'd they get that much money? Yeah, man. Right. It's, uh... And It's it's blatant. They're staring us in the face and they're laughing about it. But yeah. I just thought that was funny because like, I, the early detection thing, is it, that's what sprung into my mind was, huh, I, I wonder if we had some leading indicators that were able to detect that all of a sudden we were going to have an increase in gas. Granted, gas had something to do with... Russia war, but still, there's a lot of things that go into that. Yeah, and again, Why, you know, the, the market the timing you know of what? the Russian invasion was awfully peculiar with the timing of the highest CPI numbers in the last 30 years? So, it's, it's not, like, a,
1: coincidence, yeah, so. It's not I, a
0: coincidence, though. You're fucking dumb if you believe in coincidences anymore, right? Yeah, it's just a coincidence that that virus came from China as we were just surpassing them as the economic superpower and, like, we were pulling away during an economic war. It It's just a coincidence that that was a leak. And, yeah, it's just a coincidence that it came from a donation of Fauci into, what what was it, FIU or whatever foundation that he was supporting that was funding directly the Wuhan lab that created the virus, right? like. And oh He made all the tests. Yeah. Made a killing with false yeah. positives.
1: We um And you know the thing is this this all ends. This 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 game stops when enough people wake up and, and people just refuse to to do that. Dingo. It's like oh man, what did I see? I saw Uh Wait. Yesterday, that's that. It was a uh, fourth-year medical student. They said, "You know, for the last two years, I've done everything right. I've, I've, I've completely quarantined myself, and I finally went to a wedding, and and I got COVID. And I feel so guilty and shameful right now. And I'm like, why do you like? Do you why do you feel guilty and shameful for for yeah. for getting a, a what do you do?" an infection yeah like oh my gosh what, what did
0: it, you it, do it's wrong? like a Stockholm Syndrome <laughs> yep it's bad it's it's uh what is it what's the word it's mass psychosis is what it is we're just being controlled like puppets and nobody understands what's going on because they want a clear path forward and all of a sudden their clear path forward just got distorted with this virus they're like, ooh, this is something new, right? If I just, if I wash my hands a little, like, longer, if I just wear this mask, maybe everything will be all right. Maybe my life will have that straight path quality. Oh, well,
1: dude, it's, it's, the, it's the same exact shit post 9-11. Like, obviously, we were, we were very young. We were, what, like, six six oh, at that time. Like but, of- dude, it's <laughs> the same exact thing that the Patriot Act. People will, will sacrifice, they will sacrifice, um, Freedom, liberty, for a sense of security, and and and, and oh. a vast majority of those cases, it is not even real security. It is a, a a false sense of security. It's like, oh yeah, now we're safe from the terrorists. Now, now we will never be terrorized again if we let the government spy on us, on our emails, on yeah. our.
0: And you want to know what it is? It's because we've never fought for freedom. Our generation, the generation above us, the generation above them. It's the good times create weakness, right? Oh yeah. And we have, granted, we obviously love our parents to death, right? They raised us, we're we're able to have conversations like this on a very high level and, and discuss things in depth, but they were raised in some very, very good times. Their parents, not so much, right? They had World War II. Uh, Some of them have Great Depression. So, like, those hard times created very strong people, and those strong people created good times for their kids. And now this hard time that we are going through, which just so happens to line up with a cyclical revolution, (laughs) is is a very pivotal point in time. Yeah, Uh, We keep coming back to this, too. It's funny how all these conversations (laughs) keep coming back to the fact that the world is in this state right now. But, again, I don't believe in coincidences, right? We're circling back to this for a reason. Yeah. um, Yeah. uh, It's up to us, Adam. Yes, sir. Dr. Mantis Toboggan.
1: Yeah, sir. (laughs) MD. Um, Man
0: that's good stuff I love it man sir. you want to uh, rip through uh, a lightning round of questions unless yeah, you got sir. you got anything else that is outstanding right now
1: anything else that's outstanding right now um just being alive man it's, you know it's <laughs> for for as, as shitty as things can get right now and uh, it, it's the optimist in me has got to believe that we're going to pull through. I, I refuse to believe that we are we are going to fail. I, I, I refuse to believe that human beings are not cut out for the task of, you know, like you said, we're going through hard times. And, and I got to believe, I got to believe that these hard times are going to create some of the strongest fucking people that have ever been alive. And I, I truly think that... Uh, that uh, those people will be created, and I, I truly think a lot of the problems in our society will be uh, alleviated. I know, like, uh, some, some, uh, all the stuff with, uh, like, genetic diseases, and This may be a little optimistic, but I whole, wholeheartedly believe that those will all be cured in our lifetime um, as our understanding of genetics increases. Love it. Uh, yeah. And it's all from, it's all it's all from this technology we have now of, of data collection. We can we can analyze whole genomes and whole, like, we can compare genomes of of us versus, oh, this species of fish has this exact same protein that we have, but it doesn't, it's not prone to cancer, or this protein is not pr- prone to fucking up, and it's right. through that huge data collection that we're going to um, truly advance, and... Uh, and uh, just to reiterate, I, I truly got to believe that we're going to pull through, pull up through everything, okay? Uh, I think enough people will wake up.
0: I love that you mentioned that um, because earlier I had mentioned that the, the new wealth is freedom and with your time, right? But elaborating more, if we, we want to rhyme our words a little bit here, health is wealth. Like, we're on this planet, we have a 1 in 400 trillion chance of being born. So the fact that we are here and alive every single day and we get to wake up and actually go fight for something to make sure other people realize how big of a blessing it is just to be alive, that alone is, like, that's worth fighting for and that's worth being grateful for every single day so I'm, I'm happy that you said that before uh before we get into the fun stuff here <laughs> yeah let's do it all right well let me pull these up so lightning round it's it's turned into not as much of a, a lightning round as it has like elaborating on these questions it's kind of funny um but first one aliens do you believe in them are we living amongst them where are they in the universe right now? Uh, absolutely. How, how far away are we from having contact
1: that we are actually knowledgeable about? Oof. <laughs> uh, they're out there. They're they're definitely out there. There's there's no no doubt in my mind that um, you know the vast uh, vastness of. So, the universe that there's not one habitable planet out there but um, you know what's, what's that quote maybe it's Neil DeGrasse Tyson that said uh, you know <laughs> there could be aliens out there and there could not be and I don't know which one terrifies me more
0: <laughs>
1: oh. like you, you, can you imagine just let, let it flow for a second that there there are not I, I believe there are but let it flow for a second that they're not how mm-hmm. much more does that like reiterate that we need to get it right here
0: yeah we only have intelligent. Us.
1: and that's that's the thing maybe maybe you can draw a line to where maybe they're, they're very like 100 percent could be aliens out there but are those aliens intelligent you know how how much had to go right for us to develop you know this this brain and then and then on top of this brain start to develop this higher order brain that lets us like contemplate our own existence and whatnot. So um, who knows? Uh, I think that we will be the ones to find them. I don't think they will find us. I think that um, if there was another uh, intelligent species out there that um, had the ability to come, Visit us. I think they have spied on us and realized that we are not ready to be talked to yet, communicated with yet, just because of all the crazy shit that's going on in the world. You, you did just say,
0: you, if there was another intelligent species out there, do you think humans are intelligent yet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Intelligent, but we have not conquered being a human yet. Yeah. At least uh, I, I, there obviously are, are definitely cases of pu- individuals who have, but as a collective, as, as, a, as a macro organism, if, uh, as a species, we have not. Conquered.
0: Right. And another thing I want you to chew on for a second is the timeline, right? So 8 billion years ago, right, the universe was formed. I believe that number is correct. And Earth is only two billion years old. So, I thought it was four. Uh, somewhere in between there, maybe. I wish I, wish yeah. I, had a, I wish I had a Jamie. Not a
1: math guy. From, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, but then you think about all that time ahead, right? That maybe something else had developed during that time, right? And if you imagine the human species a billion years down the road right how intelligent will be there or did they just blow themselves up too because because human greed is just it's it's a nature thing right greed is nature it eh, it it might just be a human thing but naturally there's always going to be someone at the top right we need leadership we need guidance but our leadership and our guidance right now is lacking so what's our solution now decentralization of power and that is where I believe that the blockchain is going to fix a lot of this stuff and see this is where I was talking earlier like oh yeah it's a lightning round we're literally we started off on aliens now we're on blockchain like the fuck yeah that's isn't
1: that the whole reason behind this this clash right now is that centralization versus decentralization that has pretty much been at the heart of human conflict since the beginning of time, you know, sexualization of church, yep. how, how, many, how many wars did that cause?
0: That's why we're we're experiencing this this massive clash right now. Is their their wires can't process it. There's no putting a stop to this technology, and they are yes. freaking out.
1: Pandora's Pandora's has been let out of the box, man.
0: Yeah, precisely.
1: Let's Pandora's up. box, whatever <laughs> the thing is. Um, what, what's your take on aliens? Let me hear. It.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a firm believer that what has happened on Earth, right, just the development of organisms, our species, right, there's at least life out there, whether or not there is intelligent life is, is up for debate, but what has happened with this planet, like, there's trillions of planets out there, there's trillions of stars, so for a rock to come together with another rock, or just one to be in the perfect sweet spot, orbiting another star, I'd say chances are as close to 100% as possible that there is at least another living species, whether that species is an amoeba, in floating in the water, or that species is, Running this simulation that we're fucking living in right now, either or,
1: right, right, right. And, and it can know, be like,
0: anywhere in between,
1: right. And uh, you know, like for for us to come together, I think you know, you, you know, mitochondria is yeah, the powerhouse of the cell, baby. That. Um, that is, I they believe bacterial and or, or maybe not bacterial, but a different species in origin. So inside every one of our cells, we have obviously mitochondria right. that have, that are thought to be of a different organism. So it's like, okay, so when did these really early species or cells decide that, okay, there's this mutual benefit to allow this mitochondria into, into our cell to develop? And then, so, I I have no idea what an alien would look like, just because, like, as as you're kind of saying, too, is because so many things had to happen to get how our cells, how our genetic bodily makeup is, that, you know, like, even changing just a tiny fraction of a fraction of a percent of the elements of a different planet so say you don't have as much phosphorus so you don't have as much nitrogen on that planet mm-hmm. how how much would that alter what the species of that planet would look like so yeah it's some wild stuff <laughs> uh, That's i hope i seen in my lifetime dude i hope i hope we uh discover some uh some alternate speed i think it might i think it might uh come from uh even our own solar system. When they they found water on Mars, and they're gonna start digging, digging more. Maybe find some bacteria or some form of life there.
0: I feel like we'll cross the bridge and really make sh- some solid strides forward once we figure out this shit on this rock. I think once we have figured all of it out, you know, getting everybody fed, taking care of people, that's when that's when we hit that inflection point of. Space travel, right? We're, we're, yeah. we're going to
1: have a, a you, community on Mars. That, do you think that's that threshold that space travel, whatever, whatever, uh, comes about as a result of the the next uh, global conflict? You know, obviously that technology, that war just breeds technology. Look at the the wake of World War II. That uh, basically our entire space station. A space program came to be because of, you know, Nazi Germany's V-2 rockets, or uh, our understanding of genetics, how much of that was derived from fucking crazy-ass Mendel... Um, <laughs> I think,
0: I think it's good because the, the space travel industry is now privatized. Oh, yeah. So, I agree. So taking that leap it is separating the two, which is great. So now we can... Even if things remain royally fucked down on this planet uh we have a, a fighting chance to maintain the human race
1: yeah we got or... we got to get inter, intergalactic you know right. we got to get our uh, our ability to exist on a different planet you know? right. like you know the whole thing that there is no planet b well there might be
0: yeah right exactly. We
1: might get to the point where we can live on another planet. We'll see, but
0: we're smart enough. Hopefully,
1: we get there before we nuke each other.
0: Bingo! All right, let's get into the next one. Yes, sir. That was a getting, good one. We're getting
1: very philosophical. I love it. Yeah,
0: a lot, a lot of brain juices flying around. Favorite asset for twenty twenty two, and also long term.
1: Pack it. Pack
0: it for long term.
1: Packet, baby.
0: Yeah, need that.
1: Uh, Packet for crypto, uh, Enzolytics for a stock.
0: ENZC, you still riding?
1: ENZC, I'm out right now. Um, I'm mostly cash right now, Um, besides that long term packet investment. uh, Oh, shit. Uh, i got some bbig fucking still floating around from getting absolutely fucked by that
0: love that yeah
1: yeah that's uh the biggest lesson man uh i got greedy like like you said it was just it is nature to get a little get a little greedy and uh that kind of fuck me i turned one one grand into twenty grand, uh, playing some BBIG options, and then lost it all on <laughs> playing more options. So just all greed, all not taking profits when I needed to. We pay for the lessons. But I'm thinking about this, dude. This is live and learn lessons. This is bingo. What from one thousand dollars? What happens when that that amount that I'm playing with is like a million dollars? You know,
0: exactly. So.
1: Um, uh, living, learning lessons. And you know, I was at that time that just <laughs> money, money, money machine just keeps printing, man. Money. Uh, just, it's just a picture, a number on a screen exactly. until it's not right.
0: Exactly. So, um, uh, good that, stuff. that's my ENCC packet.
1: Yes, sir. ENCC packet. Um, uh, hoping to, Get more, get some uh, that BBIG money out soon, and uh, transfer it to uh, some ENZC, and then we're gonna just chill for a little bit. Might just stay mostly cash for a while too, Um, and or maybe switch it more towards crypto. But I don't know a lot about crypto, and that's why I want to kind of spend some uh, time, like visiting you or talking with some some of the others. We really know their shit. I, uh, Wesley, I think, really knows his shit about that. Um, yeah. Very, very which, smart <laughs> developer.
0: What? Uh, Wes is a very smart developer.
1: Yeah. So, like, that, that's... I, I want to kind of learn a little bit more about that. But, um... Yeah, I think right now it's... it's Packet it and analytics. Um Love it. Solid picks. I've, I've, I've been... Uh, admittedly i have been putting that on the back burner because i was trying to do school and investing full-time and i was failing at both not failing but you know not not doing uh
0: not doing best at the both
1: of past it either yeah. so i'm like all right i gotta just i gotta focus on school right now get that down get that hashed out get my lifestyle down and then we can Go back. Yeah, there were times I was just like on my phone trading during classes, and <laughs> I'm like, All right, I, gotta, I gotta stop this
0: shit. Right. Um, yeah, focus on your career.
1: Right. The you investing know, like, arm,
0: uh, you know, we can we can always take care of that, right? We're we've got a fund launching here soon that's going to turn into multiple, right? So you'll be taken care of. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> right, and that's the thing. Like, uh, you gotta just. Uh, Got to get the income to invest first. Got to... Uh, cash flow. Yeah, cash flow thing. Uh, yeah, start the cash flow out, and then you know, obviously, the goal is is freedom, financial freedom, and uh, hopefully, I can be just a doctor on the side as my passion, Bingo. and uh, get that money from uh, elsewhere.
0: Yeah, well, if you're looking to park your cash somewhere, throw it into uh, UST. And then there's this this protocol called Abra, or uh, Anchor Protocol. U S T. Yeah. Oh, that's like
1: the anti-inflationary.
0: Yeah, it's it's a dollar. It's pegged, it's pegged to a dollar, so it's a stable coin. But if you if you stake it in Anchor Protocol, you can get up to twenty percent APY on it. So it's it's better than a poke in the eye, but <laughs> it's at least your cash is working for you.
1: Yeah, USDT. Okay, I got you. No,
0: UST. UST. Yeah, no UST. D in there.
1: All right. Um, sweet.
0: Yeah, and you can hit me up anytime offline and we'll get you hooked up with that. Um, one book recommendation. Oof. Uh, what kind? Doesn't matter. Could be self-development, could be sci-fi, anything in between.
1: Oh man, that is tough. Uh, Peeping over at my bookshelf to see if one pops out. (laughs) What am I reading right now? Uh, Right now I'm reading a book called Being Human. It's a readings from the President's Council on Bioethics. When there was, I think it was, was it under, uh, maybe it was Obama, maybe it was uh, Bush, I forget who. Um, they had like a president, a pres- like a, a council of doctors, of people, of some very, very intelligent theologians, philosophers, doctors, who uh, examined some of our like most existential questions um you know what what does it mean to be a human what does what is the difference between our bodies and our souls like you know like what should we you know start throwing microchips into our brains to enhance our form if if, like will that make us human anymore or will that make us you know just uh post-humans um and it's what they do is they give you it's a hundred little stories all up in one or excerpts from. You ever heard of like Gattaca? That I think that was one they had to watch in part of a biology curriculum in high school. Gattaca.
0: I was probably asleep for that, or watching the cross film. Oh
1: yeah, um, or just like books like that, man. Yeah. um some like, po- even poems you know the Od- Odyssey of Homer Iliac is in here a bunch of sci-fi books and it examines like some of the morals and the questions and the themes that are posed in those books 1984 like what what the central arguments of those books are right? and then all ties into like what the moral of the story is What, and you know it doesn't tell you what to think and, and that's what I love about it it's- it raises questions and it raises concerns and it shows you literature of other humans throughout our entire existence of some of these most influential cultural books and questions and lets you think. So that's, that's what I'm reading now. Like Um,
0: that being human.
1: Yes, sir. Love love the Uh, title. Uh, yes, sir. Sci-fi, most recent sci-fi book I read was Annihilation, which is also a movie on Hulu starring, uh, Adelie Portman,
0: the. Uh, no. Why do I feel like I took it? Whoever.
1: Uh, what's. Uh, one, of the, one of the people, actresses from Star Wars. I forget her name. <laughs> but. I think good I've movie, seen it. Good book, good soundtrack to the movie. Love um, that.
0: Those are, those are two uh, solid great ones.
1: Great Reset, I'm reading right now. Yep. That's, a, that's another
0: recommendation. That's uh, not a recommendation. That is, uh, you need need to read
1: (laughs) yeah man Uh,
0: no those are good um good stuff what about you to be honest uh i really don't read (laughs) i'll listen to books uh so Uh, i'm listening to principles by ray dalio and i'm really trying to basically throw myself into that. I've listened to it like three times already in the past month. Like I want to principles? principles by Ray Dalio. So he's the the founder of uh, Bridgewater partners. And yeah. essentially it's, it's just this massive firm. I think it's the largest hedge fund in the world or at least one of them. Um, but he just has spun up all of these different funds and investment vehicles all underneath Bridgewater Partners uh, and the way that he's operated his company is as an meritocracy. So essentially there is no, there's no threshold of, of power, right? There's nobody at the top. There is no top down. Everybody's opinion is valued and justified based off of reasoning, not off of this hierarchy of power. And I thought, right. And like, that's pretty interesting (laughs) given a lot of the things that are going on right now but I, I believe that if you're able to run an organization and a company up to the point where he has taken uh, it's Bridgewater Associates not Bridgewater Partners Bridgewater Associates um, he's taken Bridgewater Associates to one of the most successful asset management firms in the world uh, based off of this right like he's got these He's got baseball cards for his employees, so that other people know how to interact with them best. Like what type of learners they are, right? I
1: love that. Yeah, I love like, that.
0: like what type of tasks We get
1: some baseball cards for, for. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have what we, we'll- need some, <laughs> we need some like dope NFTs too, man. We gotta uh, like. It's- I'm so I'm so I'm sorry to like just pause. I just want to throw some appreciation and some excitement <laughs> towards what what you're what you've created already. What we've created, what we are working towards, and and man, your uh, tenacity and your vision for this project is inspiring, dude. I love it. I,
0: I appreciate that, but we're just getting started, right? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> the NFTs are coming, man. Like it, we've got so much planned. I just I've been selfish recently because I need to take care of my legacy and my cash flow right now. So that I can yeah. take care of everybody else right. down the road, Same, yeah. right?
1: Same. Like, get the money. Get and that's that's the thing, dude. It's 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 right now setting us up for future success. planting the seat now.
0: And you don't become a billionaire unless you help a billion people. So yes, sir. <laughs> so, yes, sir. So let's get that base covered. Yes, uh, sir. But yeah, dude, this this principles book is really really solid. Um, he's got. He organizes it basically by, like, the history of how he got started with Bridgewater Associates. And then he, he lists his life principles, just ways of attacking life and, and interacting with other people and being, like, true to yourself so that you can make your interactions with other people pure. And then he has his work principles after that. And yeah. it just it seamlessly flows throughout the whole thing. Learned a lot, clearly. I'm just trying. I want to be... Him, I want to be my version of him, right. the modern day right. spin on it. Right, this guy's been doing it for over almost sixty years. think like it's time to develop it and and create the decentralized version of Ray Dalio. So that's the spin. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I'm gonna.
1: That, I, I wrote that down. I'm definitely gonna gonna give that a listen. Just solely based off of the excitement and the. The passion that I just saw in your eyes, and how you were talking about that, as reason enough for me to go listen right. to it. Give, um,
0: give you some good market history too.
1: Oh hell yeah, dude! That's like I I, I can't believe I, I my my summer. Um, since I kind of have it off, I mean I'm taking some summer classes and shit, but um, all those that random drive that was shared on Twitter that I saw. Uh, <laughs> Like $1,000 worth of oh, yeah. fucking textbooks and stuff. Dude, I'm diving into that this summer.
0: Like 300 books.
1: Right? Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> very excited to do that. Uh, but yes, boy, again, thank plant, you. Planting seeds now, bro. Yep. Planting, planting seeds now. Exactly.
0: All right, next question. Uh, piece of advice for the younger generation. And at, by younger generation, I'm talking the, the conscious youth. I'm not talking fucking playing outside at recess is the the biggest thing they're looking forward to. I'm talking like middle school into high school, the kids that are trying to figure out what it is they want to do and how they want to do it. Fail. What's fail
1: that? often. Fail often and learn from your mistakes. You, you you, you know you you learn way more from a failure than you will ever learn from being successful. Bingo. I, I mean, sure, you can learn stuff from being successful, like, <laughs> uh, but you, you know, I I learned way more from a- examining why I lost, like uh, all all that crazy amount of money I I, I made, and it was great. You tackle, you learn from your mistakes, so that next time. When that number is ten times the size of what that number was just last year, you know what to do. I will not make that mistake again. Um, so yeah, just fail, fail often. Just fucking try. I mean, you know, you're you're never gonna you're never gonna be on your deathbed looking back like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm glad I I.
0: Didn't do that. I, I
1: didn't do that. I'm yeah. glad I didn't do that. And you're going to say, no, I wish I would have done that. There um, you go. So that's, that's my biggest advice.
0: Love that, man. Love it. Couldn't agree more too. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, that's people's biggest regret when they are sitting on the deathbed. It's damn. I wish I would have done that. It's,
1: it's regrets, man. Yeah. So, you know, and, and this, there's this, this whole thing. It's, this it's this fear of failure. So you don't want to, to do something because you're afraid that you are going to be bad at it. Right. I don't want to take all this time to invest because I'm afraid I'm going to be bad at it. I do not want to go into medicine because I'm afraid I'm going to be bad at it. And you are going to be bad So you're, you're bad at it. Most of the time you're bad at anything. You, you start right away. Obviously, obviously there's these prodigies who come out of the womb and they can fucking play the <laughs> violin. Like God, like, uh, whatever. But, you know it's you just gotta try exactly no. try, fail, learn try again learn
0: embrace the suck embrace the discomfort embrace yeah, the failure yeah. learn from it all
1: it's and, part of being a human man if yeah. you got everything you ever wanted when you wanted it that would be a shitty life that would be a shitty life
0: the only thing you should fear is not learning something from a
1: failure yeah oh yeah when you know yeah you're when you're Continuously failing and you're not learning from it. that is that is a dangerous path, like you, you know, fail, fail often, but you, you got to learn from your failures, so you can't just right
0: She's going just and, around failing and doing up. the same
1: thing and, and expecting something to change. No, that's the definition of insanity. Bingo, you know?
0: good stuff. All right, um, one person you think I should have on the podcast, not in wolves,
1: um, and my it could- top my college roommate Justin Bostic he Justin um, Bostic he has his own podcast that he kind of started in college he cool. um, he interviewed who was it in our group uh, P- Patrick uh, Stepanic, I think oh yeah yeah. he interviewed him a while ago and it might might be worth even for you to go just peep, peep it and his podcast is called Creating the Game Okay, cool. It's on... Uh, I think it's on... It's on just anywhere you listen to podcasts. Apple, I th- well, actually, I think it's on the podcast app or Apple.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I use Anchor, and it uploads to everything, which is nice.
1: Uh, yeah, man. Um, I'm. I, he is actually... I think he just... He gave us two weeks for his his last... job. Uh, most tenacious motherfucker I've ever met in my life. Um, and uh, he's got really good connections with some real estate guys in columbus he uh i think that's what he kind of wants to pursue he wants to pursue like uh personal development personal coaching he's he's one of those just awesome dudes who uh who uh just fucking finds out what he what he wants and goes after it like like it's nobody's fucking business nothing is going to stop him no one is going to stop him yes sir Um, powerful he's a lot like us. he's got this he's got the same kind of mindset same opinions he uh his, he's that one that actually originally told me about the book great reset so nice um i actually i'm gonna probably talk to him about getting him into the discord to be honest with you yeah. especially now that like, he's, he's kind of shifting like particularly into real estate so he could take that real estate channel and run with it man <laughs> oh yeah well uh We'll see about that. um, uh, uh, Definitely, someone I think you would really benefit from having on a podcast or uh, listening to.
0: Yeah, good stuff. All right, final one. Um, This is actually a new one that I developed. But like, give me a question, question for me that you have. Could be anything.
1: What excites you the most in your life?
0: What excites me the most? Opportunity to change other people's lives. I I can see this path forward right now where where I talked about earlier, the billionaire of of helping a billion people. I'm looking straight down this road right now and the light is at the end of the tunnel and I can see all the people just waiting for the hand to be helped and guided through, just to have like a meal on the table or a roof over the head. And that opportunity alone it excites the hell out of me because oh, yeah. the, the amount of people that will be woken up along the way right we have all of this opportunity to change this world we've been talking about it now for uh, over an hour right we we keep diverting to
1: the yeah, opportunity I'm back to that <laughs>
0: exactly we keep diverting back to this opportunity that we have laying in front of us to change the world that we're living in, not just live in it and go about our daily lives, but to wake people up and bring them along for the ride. They don't even have to do anything. They just have to get on board. Come ride my wave till the boat sinks, baby. Exactly. So hop in the fucking discord, right? Like just be a bystander. Like add a reaction to the post. There's your opportunity to just get involved, right? It's shit like that. Where it's like if you want to show the slightest bit of effort, you're along for the ride. Like we yeah. had one guy come down here twice now from uh Painesville up in Cleveland, bullish Chris. Guy's a fucking animal. I lined up yeah. against him in football growing up, had no idea. And he That's comes fucking down nuts. Yeah, he comes down here and he's just like, I see what's going on here. I want to get involved as much as possible. And our conversation both times when he came down was you realized the opportunity and you got involved. And that is – that excites me even more because it's somebody else realizing why I'm so excited because it's a selfish thing for me to view this opportunity. But when other people start waking up to it, that's what keeps me going. It's like I had to disconnect myself from some people back home because they didn't see it. They didn't yes. see the crypto. They didn't see the blockchain, the decentralization of everything. You know, they, they hadn't woken up yet, which is fine. Everybody does it at their own pace. But I had to put myself in a geographical position to make that change and capitalize on the opportunity that we have now.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. That's uh, certainly a, a a big big leap, man. Even I, I, at the beginning of when I joined the Discord, you were not in, in Puerto Rico yet. Yeah,
0: yeah, you've been along for a while. Yeah. you were posting 20.
1: the uh, the morning bell at nine thirty, dude. I I just I was going through photos yesterday, <laughs> and I'm like. Holy shit! I haven't posted it. I, I, I came across the, the fucking wolf with the purge belt, and I I, I saw that, and I got so pumped with oh, that. Like it was late. It was literally late last night going through some pictures, and I'm like, I told myself I was going to post it this morning, and I forgot. But I'll, tomorrow I'll be on the lookout for it. Dude, um,
0: and that was hilarious. I'm like, wait. I've never even met this guy before, and here he is every single morning posting the morning bell of a wolf with a fucking purge sign oh, yeah
1: man that was during that fucking insane bull run too that was awesome <laughs> what a great time I wish I could go back and say like hey like take some profits bitch
0: <laughs> well dude that's another thing is like uh, I posted this a while eh, no like about a month ago maybe and it was like we all just went through battle together right yeah and like you, you picture why, why are Marines so close? Why are fraternity brothers so close? It's like, it's the hazing, right? Because you're going through absolute shitty times together and that just brings people so much closer together. And then the thing that excites me after that is the change that comes. What follows, like, what are we doing right now that we learned from our mistakes? So what are we going to build now? You're building out your cash flow, right? You're going for your own traditional path with of following medicine. We're building out a fund that is going to help everybody else grow their capital. Yeah, yeah. And that's the shit, dude. The best businesses, the best lives are built during bear markets and shitty times. And we're all about to come out of this thing just thriving.
1: Yeah, man, it's per- it's it's perfect timing. I, life is always perfectly timed, man. You know, uh, it's a great great opportunity right now to uh, be, like that that perfect that experience of mine perfectly coincided with this bear market, this recession, and it's now time that I can, you know, I'm not distracted by the market because market's shit right now. Bingo. I can go ahead and go and, and just divert all this time attention to school to how I'm going to get that primary cash flow to fund my financial freedom that's going to come from these side hustles um and and the opportunity to learn about uh investing more too because you know you're not you're not tied down to one one thing or the other right now
0: exactly yeah man i mean you're you're on a good path clearly so yes let's uh, sir. let's, let's stay fair. up like a layup just getting started bro yes sir dude i appreciate the fuck out of you for staying on so long this is this has been the longest podcast by almost 10 minutes
1: what are we at right now uh
0: about an hour 23 since you picked up Wait, podcast
1: started what's up the podcast started i thought we were just having (laughs) a conversation yeah Yeah,
0: no we were just catching up now it's time
1: All right, before you go, what's your biggest, uh, most favorite asset of 2022?
0: My favorite asset of 2022? Luna. What? Luna. L-U-N-A, baby.
1: Why Luna? Let me hear it.
0: So my pitch isn't nearly as good as Justin's, but essentially Luna gets burned the more people get onboarded, onboarded into their UST stable coin. So you decrease the amount of Luna, even if there's a, a correction, which there will be, people will be selling Luna, but inevitably the price of Luna is bound to increase over the course of the year as more people are fleeing to cash. So if people are fleeing to their native stable coin, then it'll at least be stable in price and when people see that they see it as a safer haven than honestly what bitcoin is doing right now bitcoin's a risk on asset just like all of crypto but if you're burning luna as people are going into cash that inevitably causes the the price of the coin to increase
1: yeah, supply and demand. Yeah. Precisely. That, thanks, man. I'm gonna definitely take a peek at that.
0: Yeah. Do a do a lot of digging into Terra Labs. Uh, the founder's name is Doquan D O K W O N. Uh I think you'll you'll really think that a lot of what they're doing makes sense for the DeFi space and just for crypto in general. Yeah
1: you uh you still heavily unpack it
0: yeah fat bag that's a it's a long term hold now it's
1: yeah it's fair. like honestly,
0: the first digital commodity is what it is it's you are monetizing bandwidth and it's like owning fucking wheat or oil futures you're you're basically just owning access to the internet, which I can get behind, yeah, for a longer term and be oh, de-
1: most, most definitely
0: yeah. But, yeah, good stuff, man. I appreciate it.
1: Hell yeah, man.